2 has entered the podcast. Welcome, welcome back, people, to Player 2 has entered the podcast, that show about video games, a little bit of pop culture, and two friends catching up for the week. I am your co-host, Michael, a.k.a. MC Paperstacks, and with me, as always, is my co-host with the co-host, Derek, a.k.a. Full Metal Merg. What's going on with you, Derek, this week? Nora started kindergarten. Oh, well, congratulations. My kid started first grade. <sighs> it's a thing. This is it, is it an emotional day for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Kids be growing. Yeah, they be growing. Sure. It's mm-hmm. true. Great graphics on them kids. Let me Great tell you. Graphics. Yeah. <laughs> they keep it My baby good. just edged over in the uncanny valley. He's starting to look like a human. It's awesome. Oh, geez. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> love that for him. All right. Well, nerd stuff going on this week. A lot of news out of San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. I know you were following that pretty closely. Mm-hmm. A lot of news, especially regarding Marvel. We got the whole phase five slate. Mm. I'm not going to go into super details. Just the stuff that was interesting to me. Okay. 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 So, okay. First off, obviously, we have to talk about the Wakanda Forever trailer. Wakanda Forever. Oh my God! Just such an emotional. I saw people on there crying. Touching for trailer. Like, yeah, yeah, people just on the internet just crying. Yeah, like I wasn't crying, but it was I wasn't like, either. But it looked cool. Yeah, it was very, very nice. Uh, the <laughs> Namor looks great. Yeah, you think so? He, yeah, he looks awesome. The little wings on his feet. <laughs> he got a little baby Namor with baby wings on his feet. <laughs> I've never been a fan of Marvel's version of Aquaman and that whole under like Atlantis and Namor and all that. Well, it's funny that you say that because Namor came first. No, no, I'm sure it did. I'm just comparing it to what the more popular version of the character. You ask anybody on the street, they're going to know Aquaman before they know Namor. It is what it is. Yeah. And that's not shade against either character, really. It's, It's just when I saw it. I had already been familiar with Aquaman and, you know, the diss tracks, the many diss tracks that were made about Aquaman (laughs) in these streets. Not that I thought it was silly, but it just didn't interest me whatsoever. Really? Not at all, man. Like the most interaction I've ever had with Namor and his ilk, I think was Marvel Ultimate Alliance one, because you go to their world or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you have to do the underwater level, which I will say to Ultimate Alliance's defense, good underwater level. Yeah. Sometimes underwater levels can be boring. You yeah, got to don't fight you just Bing, Fang, walk Fung. around in there? It's not like yeah, you're underwater yeah. they, and you're swimming. <laughs> they do some, I don't know if they do Doctor Strange bullshit or if it's like some kind of sciencey microbe they take. Something allows them, like they still swim. Like there are moves that are changed specifically for underwater, like when you dash or kind of rush forward yeah. or do mm-hmm. certain moves, which is cool. But you're right. For the most part, they're able to walk around underwater under this under similar gravity. So, again, it doesn't feel too floaty. And they explain it away with some comic book bullshit explanation, which I'm here for when it comes to video games. Let's go. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i very interested in it. They uh, changed the kingdom of Atlantis to mm-hmm. Talokan because, obviously, you got Aquaman and Atlantis, and they don't want to bring any comparison. Oh, is Aquaman got Atlantis? That. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, okay. And they've got the, the Aztec, just history and mythology and all that stuff, like, wrapped into Namor now. And it's just, it seems like it could be more interesting to just, oh, it's Atlantis. Yeah. You know? And the costume design looks nuts. It just looks so good. So they're coding it more as, like, an Aztec or a Mayan-style yeah. culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I suppose that could be cool. Yeah. In my opinion, great trailer. Great trailer. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I enjoyed um, it. There wasn't anything that about it that got me super hype. I'm really curious about how they're going to sidestep 
obviously from the trailer, it looks like that Chadwick died off camera. Mm-hmm. It looks like like the, you know, uh, T'Challa, basically the character he was playing. Yeah. I'm interested to see who feels, I mean, obviously needs to be a successor. So who do you think is going to be Black Panther? <sighs> I want it to be Nakia, mm-hmm. but it's probably, probably going to be, be Shuri. Shuri. Yeah. yeah, but everybody's saying like, uh, "Oh, Michael B. Jordan is Killmonger. Is Killmonger coming back?" I'm like, "Nah, no, Killmonger's not coming back." But if he does, if he back, was, be wild. I mean, he didn't die on camera. He just laid there looking die. at the sunset with T'Challa. T'Challa could have been like, "I don't give a fuck what you want stuff to." Burn right. <laughs> we gonna bury you where the Kangs were. <laughs> Damn. Let's see what else. Daredevil is getting a series. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Eighteen episodes. And it comes out next year. Well, is it next year or 2024? I think it is next year. But yeah, don't quote us on that because we don't yeah. have the details right in front of us. But it's it's soon. And it's going to be, I assume, the same actor because... It is. Speaking of previews and stuff, not too long ago we were talking about the She-Hulk trailer. I don't know if we mm-hmm. actually talked about it because they released another one. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. But Daredevil showed up for like two seconds or maybe even one second in that. Mm-hmm. In his yellow and red outfit. And oh, man, yeah. I can't wait. Wild and the She Hulk show from the second trailer is looking looking better. It is that first that first trailer was like eh. Yeah, it's still not quite there in terms of the CG, but like I'm I'm warming up to it, mm-hmm. and I'm just excited to check it out if it's a good show. Like I think it'll be cool, and I hope they go into a lot of the lawyering because it'd be fun to have for them to tackle like a courtroom style drama. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, get yeah. some more Matt Murdock in there. That'd be good. Be good yeah, times. I think that's what they're leaning towards. So I'm I'm actually getting a little more excited to see that. I'm expecting damage damage control to show up because damage oh, control really? showed up in No Way Home. Right? Mm-hmm. They showed up heavily in Miss Marvel. Now you got Daredevil in this as well, and you got lawyers going on defending mutants who rounds up mutants. Right. Damage control. I feel like they're going to be playing a pretty major role coming up. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I think that was about it as far as like really interesting things that it was interesting. Yeah, I saw Blade is still not coming out until next year, which I, I guess yeah. I, or was it, was it 2024? I thought it was pushed back real far. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I, I want to see Blade remember. so bad. I thought it was going to come out this year. I don't know why. I know they showed an Ant Man Quantumania. Yeah. trailer and everybody's like flipping out that saw it <laughs> flipping yeah, out about it because like i think when i'm it. 50 we finally get to see that kang movie that'll be cool right <laughs> good 50th birthday present <laughs> yeah well we'll see we'll see where it goes the mcu looks like it's got that direction that everyone was clamoring for after thor love and thunder there's no direction no like, of course I, there's a direction they've been planting seeds this whole time are you kidding me right anybody so. that says there's no direction isn't watching the shows that's true. They're not watching the shows, and because if you j- if you literally just saw No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, and Love and Thunder back to back, you could see they're setting up characters, but you don't see what's really going on. But if you mm-hmm. tie that in with the shows, like clearly, you know what I mean? Yeah. They got to have to watch the shows, or at least like <laughs> look at a YouTube video about the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, read the wiki or something. But you shouldn't. They're good shows for the most part. Yeah, they're good. They're even the shows that are bad or like the messages are fucking whack. Like uh, there's good stuff. Fucking like fucking Captain America being like tuxedo mask. Like "Mm, politicians do better. (laughs) And then all in a day's work. And he leaves. Right. (laughs) You got to do do anything, though. Oh, okay. (laughs) But you didn't do anything. He stopped the threat, I guess. Oh, man. I uh, there was a line that Big Nekrumah said in their spoiler cast for Miss Marvel and Love and Thunder that I thought was really funny. 
<laughs> he, he's like the perfect Democrat. He swoops in, says some bullshit and leaves. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just swoop in, give a big speech and leave. Don't right. do shit. All right. That's a, that's your little sprinkle, a little smattering of politics for you today. Moving on then, we actually got a chance to hang out and play some games together this week. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it here in a few, but before we do that, individually, as a human being, as a gamer, TM, capital G, what have you been playing this week, Dirt? I have been playing Jumping Flash, which is mm. a PS1 game, classic. Classic. I just remember back in the day, like, I played a demo of the game, and it only lets you play for so much, and I was like, oh man, this is real cool, you get the Roman candle, the cherry bomb, and you basically play as a robotic bunny who's trying to collect rabbit, not rabbits, trying to collect carrots in each level. Wild. And stop some sort of evil space politician from taking over. I had no idea this is what the game was about <laughs> when I played it so long ago. I'm still not convinced. I played Jumping Flash briefly back when the classic first came out. Mm -hmm. I still can't deny or confirm anything you're saying. That's Yeah, it's that wild. It's that like wild. The, the boss of the third level is a dragon. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, there's never been any dragons in video games. I'm very confused. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I put Jumping Flash 2 on your hacked classic. You should play that. I hear it's a much better than Jumping Flash 1, if you're enjoying Jumping okay. Flash. Yeah, it's it's all right. Like, it's, it's that jank, that old school jank. And we'll talk about old school jank <laughs> later in the show. Okay. For sure. But uh, nice. the next game that I played was the Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes. Okay. Yeah, I just picked it up for cheap myself, actually. Actually wrote credits on it. And it was actually pretty fun. <laughs> it was good? Like, it was pretty It was pretty interesting. I'd put it tied with Little Hope. That's not bad. You really liked a Little Hope. Yeah, Little Hope was really good. So I'd say tied for Little Hope. League's better than Man of Medan. Man of Medan was just like, ugh. You've officially played all of Supermassive's games at this point. You haven't necessarily beaten all of them. Right. But you've beaten most of them, and you've played mm -hmm. all of them. How are you ranking Supermassive's catalog at this point? You mean of their games? Like, Yeah, that's why I said catalog. Yeah. Like, like rank every single game that they came out with game? so far. Okay, okay. Uh, number one at this point, still until dawn. Interesting. Okay. Because I haven't beaten the other game that we're going to talk about yet. So maybe after that, this will change. I'm, I'm excluding that game. Okay. You can still rank it from what you've played so far, though, I think. Okay. And you can change your ranking. Yeah, okay. In that case, Until Dawn, The Quarry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Little Hope, Little House Hope of Ashes. and House of Ashes Tied. Man, Man, Man and Madame. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure I would place The Quarry in the same spot but before we jump to the quarry any additional thoughts on house of ashes for the people out there no not really it's just a slightly put together little military horror adventure game okay. it's, just, it's got this you know same feel as the other games the same gameplay mechanics and all that it's just i don't know i just like the idea of like <laughs> the military unearthing some ancient evil <laughs> and then having to deal with it like i just I think that makes for classic storytelling, especially in a game. So, Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I will leave it at that then. The Quarry, we got together. Mm -hmm. We made a promise, and we saw it through. I had yeah. some Popeyes. It was good times. <sighs> Hung out with some lady friends, and we played The Quarry. Now, 
your thoughts. We we got, I would assume, because we played. God, I didn't realize how late it was when yeah, once we, we actually like turned four, it off. Four and a half hours. Yeah, we played till midnight. I was like, bruh, <laughs> I'm too old to be staying till midnight. Come on now, what are you doing right. to me? <laughs> but what do you think so far? I love it, and not because of the plot or like the supernatural goings on. It's because of the characters. <laughs> so you like it. Purely for the characters. Purely for the characters and the fun that we were able to make involving said characters. Like we were um, roasting that shit yeah. like MST3K for sure. <laughs> yeah, like there was a character that we were for sure was gonna be a dude bro. And yeah. we were just talking about him like he was a dude bro, and then he wasn't. It's like everyone else yeah. was dude bro. <laughs> it was this square jaw Chad with the backwards cap. I was like, ooh, I wanna be him. I wanna yeah, be the bro. I be him. Oh man, this poor guy. Yeah. He was dating a girl that was very manipulative, playing games with his heart. Don't go breaking my breaking kingdom my heart. heart. Don't, don't, do don't do it. Don't do it. They broke his kingdom heart. And not only that, but old boy uh, from Detective Pikachu was in there. Do you remember his name? His real name or the character's name? His real name. His real name? I do not. I don't either. What was his character's name then? Uh, Ryan. I was oh. like, I want to be the black guy. Yeah, <laughs> and so, and so I was, guy. and yeah. then right the one singular black, and he man. just mumbled the whole time. He's he like, oh, did. It was me. just so terrible and hilarious. <laughs> I've never seen somebody in a horror movie just not give that could give less of a shit than he did. Oh he God, really just so... whatever hat like some dude ran through the woods without his clothes, just naked, screaming. He was like, "Where, where have you been?" <laughs> What's going on, man? What do you mean you need the shotgun? I think I should probably keep it or whatever. I don't know. And there was, oh my God, there was a point where they're they're calling for help. And the guy calling for help is just fucking sucking at it. He's just running, run on sentences, run on and on and on, not getting to the issue. And then. (laughs) Yeah, what would you say his character? He was like the stoner slash awkward kid, but he was not awkward in the way Ryan was, where he was mumbling. Right. He just he had like nervous generation Y energy, I guess. Yeah, and he's the, he's the character that like puts on a facade. Is not, yeah, not like he fronts like he's an him. asshole, but he actually yeah. isn't or whatever. But right. he doesn't. He just knows that's what makes him popular. Right. The the characters are dumb and complicated at the same time. I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. And when after yeah. he gets done making the request for help, Ryan's just looking at him like straight face, like what the fuck is wrong with. <laughs> Like, you think that's good enough? He goes, yeah, right. okay then. <laughs> he said, a swarm of bears? <laughs> a swarm of bears. It's a murder of bears. Come on. Right? <laughs> a murder of bears. <laughs> the cops are shooting the bears. The bears may be shooting the cops. We don't know. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, the Corey, I mean, it's best played with friends. Because we yeah, played in a mode that lets you, uh, and I guess this is new for Supermassive, because House of Ashes didn't let you do it. They mm-hmm. let you split up the characters between different players, and you just pass the controller around. Right. I think there were like nine characters, so <laughs> each of us was like two, and then there was one. Or is it eight character? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. One character we got killed on purpose, because we just didn't like her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was terrible. <laughs> and I started watching what hap- happened, like, if you don't. Like in yeah. that scene, if you don't, and it was like, oh, okay, well, she was yeah, horrible, man. She was yeah. so manipulative and mean person. to everybody around her. And these aren't really spoilers because everyone in the game that you control can die. So, we just yeah, no, that that's the fun thing about this game is whatever we say happens to us, and we're not being specific as to how. So that I think helps with the spoilers. But you could come out with everybody alive, everybody dead, somewhere in between. 
You know, mm-hmm. that's the fun thing about these types of games. The thing I like most about Until Dawn is the smattering of red herrings of different genre of horror that it, mm-hmm. it like takes you down. Yeah. It's almost like it was a vertical slice they were making for the future anthology. They're like, look at all the different types of horror we can do. We have stalker horror, slasher horror, monster horror, ghost asylum horror. Asylum horror. Yeah, <laughs> it, you're right. Asylum horror. We got Cabin in the Woods. We got Stupid Teens. We got all like that werewolf bullshit, right? horror, like everything. So <laughs> I, I love that because there are some scenes in particular where a person goes so crazy, they just start tripping. And I loved it. I loved everything about that scene. And then you have the characters, the writing, right? They were all just as animated and some were terrible and some were great and some some were just weird. And we had a lot of fun making fun of them and talking about them and just playing those types of games in a group. That's the fun part, right? Mm -hmm. So that came together really well. I agree with you on the quarry. I really like these characters, but the thing that's disappointing to me, it's extremely slow. Mm -hmm. You know, there is like a little bit of an opening teaser to give you a taste, which they do in all their games almost. But then when you get into introducing the the characters proper, even I was trying to rush through on my sections because we were controller passing. I had two characters. You had two. Our friends Mm -hmm. had two apiece. Even we're trying to rush through. I was like, get to the scary bits, get to the jump scares, get to the bullshit, you know? Right. And then when we finally got there, it, I, there wasn't a single, and it, you know me, I get scared really easily. There wasn't a single thing I found scary. And that was very disappointing to me. I hope it yeah. picks up, but this definitely ranks, like at least Man and Badan, the characters sucked, but there were some frightening bits. Like I was yeah. actually scared while playing that game. Yeah, that part with the nurse. Yeah, that to me elevates it above the quarry right now. And considering you think that's the worst, I'm really looking forward to playing Little Hope in House Mm -hmm. of Ashes now. Little Hope more so because the themes I'm attracted to more than House of Ashes. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that military guys go after monster type thing a dozen times before. Not to say that it doesn't work, but it feels very reminiscent of uh, a bunch of other horror movies I've seen. So I'll be comparing Mm -hmm. it to them. And if it's not as good, then that's a letdown. Right. So, folks. We're going to be doing more quarry this week. We're looking forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to finish the game. We're going to have our final thoughts. The best part about these games, and I think the quarry is on sale, like literally right now, is these things go on sale all the time. So if you're patient, you could probably get this game for 20 or less. That's I think that's how much I paid pretty much for all of the anthology games. Mm. I don't know about you. I think I just picked up House of Ashes for 15. Yeah, and I got this copy of the Koi for free because I had 50,000 GameStop points and it was $50. Woo-woo. Yeah, <laughs> hustling, 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 mm-hmm. hustling, hustling. Uh, speaking of the games and getting them, I got mm-hmm. a few games for pretty cheap this week on that PlayStation Summer Sale. Okay. Now, here's how I saw the first game. I was on Unrelated. I was on the eShop just looking around. I was like, I haven't been on the eShop in a while, so I thought I'd just take a look. And they had a lot of Lego games for like six bucks. And I saw Lego City Undercover on there. And I thought, mm. man, I've always wanted to play that. When it came out, I was really attracted to the idea of an open world Lego game where the story is kind of Grand Theft Auto-esque, but obviously you're playing as a cop. It's the cutest little copaganda game you'll mm-hmm. ever see. But you're a cop <laughs> instead of a robber, right? right? And I was like, oh, it'd be kind of fun to play that. I'm interested in that. And then I tried it out like an eBash, which is one of those cafes where you can pay to play any of their video games for a few hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have a Wii U. And the, the loading on that game was atrocious. 
Mm, I'm like, guys, I paid for the hour here. Do I have to pay for this loading too? For real? <laughs> like two minutes. I decided before I picked it up on Switch, I'm like, what if the loading isn't that much better? So I looked into it and the loading is better on Switch, but some argue not by much. And I saw that there's a PS4 version and I thought maybe it's on sale on PS4. Sure enough, it was. So I pick up the game on PS4 on the PSN and I play it on my PS5 and the loading while there is loading when you go into interiors, it's usually because they're loading up a cutscene and it takes around 10 seconds. It's not bad. Okay. So it's very doable. And the game is bright and funny. There are jokes a mile a minute. Some of them land, some of them don't. But I'd be lying if I said that I, it didn't get a chuckle out of me. There are a lot mm -hmm. of references. I'm like, who is this game for? Because it does seem very kid friendly. But then there's a scene where they have that, you know, that scene where there's a crime wave and all the cops have to gather in a room to like, okay, this is the guy we're looking for. Here's his known associates, that meeting, yeah. a bunch of like different TV era detectives came storming through, but Lego versions, Starsky and Hutch, Sherlock Holmes and Watson, Dragnet, like all these old cop shows, Hawaii Five-O, mm -hmm. Miami Vice, no kids today, or even at the time that we, you came out would have seen or known about, you know right. what I mean? Sometimes they'll throw in jokes jokes for the adults, and, you know, I appreciate it. appreciate the yeah, reference. Cool. It's a good time. I don't know if it's still on sale, but the fact that it was on sale for that cheap means that if you missed it, there's probably another sale around the bend. I'd say it's worth picking up. I have a lot of fun with that game. And, I mean, Lego games in general, there's a lot. I think I even picked up the complete collection of Harry Potter Lego on PlayStation also for 6 bucks. But mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance to try that one out. But I figured, why not nab it? You know what I mean? Oh, right. no, I just thought of something. What? JK gets money from that. Fuck. <laughs> I gave money to a turf. No. <laughs> Shit. I honestly, I forgot. I hate it here. Oh. Ah, my principles. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. In a moment of weakness, I did forget. I just saw cool, magical, fun, magic Lego time, and I just pressed buy. To be fair, she yeah, probably gets like two pennies off of that, but I'm still upset. Mm. Speaking of the sale, I did get Hot Wheels Unleashed as well for 15 bucks, which is the cheapest I've ever seen it. And I've heard it was pretty cool. decent, so I thought I'd try it out. And it is. It's a really solid racing game. The mm. thing that sucks is they immediately hit you with, you just started the game, here's a freebie, gotcha, microtransaction, fucking mystery box car. Yeah. On the main map for the game, they have immediately highlight first before you even get to your main map. All these other maps, there's like a Batman themed map and other licensed maps, and they're all DLC. It's just baked right. into the game, begging you mm -hmm. to buy that shit. So that's a little gross. But if you can get past that and ignore all that, the game that you get is really fun. And the physics for the cars, it does kind of feel like you're driving little plastic cars around a room, these large mm -hmm. loopy loops and things. It's pretty solid. I enjoyed it. And the difficulty is pretty well balanced. I played on normal difficulty and I could very easily lose a race if I wasn't paying attention, but it also didn't feel like it was cheating or rubber banding. It's just like if I got first place, I earned it, which meant I, I had to keep yeah. it. You know what I mean? So I had to keep fighting right. for it, the remainder. And it has a boost mechanic that kind of slowly fills up over time. And smart management of your boosts, when to use them, and staying on the track, especially when it splits. Like, imagine Hot Wheel tracks where they split up and you're just driving across, like, a hardwood floor and there's, like, little cones kind of try yeah. to guide you. 
you could easily hop and flip your car over like you'd flip a real Hot Wheel, and then you're just kind of sitting there looking stupid. So <laughs> it's good. It's it's a really good time. If you're into racing games, I think it's one to check out. What's funny is I downloaded it, and I got so close to playing it, and I got distracted. I have the Hot Wheels update for Forza Horizon 5, and I still haven't checked it out. Damn. I need to. I hear it's good. Mm-hmm. I was like this close. I actually hit X on the event, and it was just like, come upstairs for blah. And I'm like, okay. And I just never played it. Oh, the game was like so close for blah. Almost got him. Had to go upstairs for blah. Life, <laughs> man. Life just be calling you out for blah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What else? Uh, still playing Fire Emblem Warriors. I'm working on maddening mode now, which is the hardest difficulty. And uh, I'm doing okay. All right. This is probably going to be the last time I'm going to talk about Fire Emblem Warriors on the show, unless there's a significant update or DLC. Okay. Uh, I'll probably still be playing it a lot, way more than I should. I can't stop, actually. In fact, <laughs> I haven't started Live Alive or Live Alive, however you want to pronounce it, because I know that that's going to be a main game. I'm going to get really engrossed in it, which means I'm going to have to stop playing Fire Emblem Warriors. And I'm not ready to do that in my heart. So, yeah, I, I can't. But I will. But not right now. Don't do anything you're not ready for. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I got to commit fully. And so I got to wait. Mm-hmm. The last game I checked out was last night. I was... Pretty well blitzed, so this may not be as cool as I thought it was, but at the time I was having a blast. I hopped onto the Sega Genesis Classics Collection, not to be confused with the NSO. There's a separate game that you could buy for all systems called Sega Genesis Classics. It's like any other Sega Genesis Collection, although this one's kind of cool. It gives you that little virtual room, so like you mm-hmm. can go and look at your actual game shelf and grab a game, pop it in the Genesis. It goes up to the CRT. You can do full screen or have like the edges that show the little bedroom that you're in. It's a nice mm. little nostalgic touch. I really like it. There's a game on that collection that isn't currently out on the NSO called Biohazard Battle. I picked it on a humbug. I was like, I am too far gone to play something complicated like Fire Emblem <laughs> Warriors. Let me play an old Sega game. I'm sure I can handle that. Biohazard Battle was really weird, even from the character select screen. I was like picking from three different weird bug looking things. I'm like, what is this game even? And they dropped me in and the bug things are a ship. And it's a shmup. Let's just shoot them up, right? Oh, okay. But all kinds of wild shit's coming at you, like different octopus creatures and monsters and, and, and insects. And the music is just going crazy. And it's bullet hell. And I'm trying my best to survive and actually having a really good time. I don't actually really enjoy shmups as a genre, even though I played them a few times and talked about them on the show. It's not something I go after. I'm not a connoisseur. Mm-hmm. There are people out there that have been playing shmups since the beginning. They can tell you the good ones, the bad ones, and everything in between. I'm not mm-hmm. that type of guy. However, I know what I like, and I really enjoyed this game. <laughs> <laughs> I may need to go back and play it sober to make sure it's actually good, but if you have Sega Genesis Classics and you haven't checked it out yet, because I never even heard of it before the Classics Collection, it might be worthwhile checking it out. Mm, cool. Biohazard Battle. I liked it. Awesome. All right. Wash, wash. It's time to get to the brand new special segment. The one y'all have been waiting for, the one that hopefully will carry us through the insurmountable challenge that looms over all gamers, the backlog with player two, the backlog, baby. And this week, Beyond Good and Evil, I've always wanted to finish this game. I saw my old file. I was eight hours in. I'm like, why'd I drop it? I was almost there. Oh, damn. I was almost there. But funny enough, in three hours, I got to where it was in eight hours. That just shows how I usually play oh, games. Wow. We're playing them Derek style, though. We're not getting sidetracked. 
I didn't even do the races. Did you do the hoverboard races? No, I didn't do any races. I, I figured you wouldn't, so I didn't do them either. All right. <laughs> I already knew. <laughs> so we played up through the end of the factory segment, for those who are familiar with the game or playing along. We, it was roughly three hours. It's a little over three hours for me once I decided three. that end yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? I mean, tell me about your experience prior with the game, your prior knowledge. Are you coming in this blind, halfway blind? What's going on? Uh... Kind of a little bit blind. The only bit that I ever played of it was like literally the tutorial, the opening section. Okay. And then I just put it down and I started doing other stuff. Right. But so far, it's definitely giving me that early to mid to late 2000. Might be mid, early. Early to mid early 2000. To mid. Yeah, early to mid 2000, like game design, especially mm-hmm. on the PS2. Like it felt very Jack and Daxter, Ratchet mm-hmm. and Clank with a different skin, basically. And <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It has that old school jank that I was talking about mm-hmm. of the, oh my God, this is the thing that I hate when I start a game is when the camera is reversed mm. and inverted. What? What? It must have remembered my settings from my previous save file. Cause when I uploaded my cloud saves from my Xbox 360 save, whatever, they were there, but I still started a new game and I didn't have to worry about the inverted camera. I hate that too. Okay, yeah, shit was annoying because there's also a camera that you get in game that you mm-hmm. have to move up and down and look around and take pictures. A lot. Stuff. And it's just, ah. And I played the game for so long with the inverted controls before I changed them. Why you then do? Then when I put them, well, I don't know. Then when I put them to regular, I started trying to move them like inverted. I was like, God, of course you did. <laughs> You know, trained your brain, man. Listen, yeah. gamer tip number 438. As soon as you pop a game in, immediately take that shit for a test drive. I'm talking the camera, the the button layout, check your options, and then immediately change that game setup. Because if you don't do it in the beginning, you're going to get muscle memory and you're going to get jacked up. The same thing sort of happened to me recently with Returnal. Mm. I noticed that if I move the buttons around a bit that I could dash while jumping and moving the camera all at the same time. But you Mm -hmm. can't do that with the original button placement. I'd already played it for about three hours. So I still had to wrestle to relearn the mapping under like heightened killer beep killed conditions. Right. You know, that is returnal. So I completely understand where you're coming from. Folks, don't ever forget. You have got to check them controls. Mm hmm. But yeah, the jank is there. There's a lot. It's not so bad. Yeah, it's well. the age is there. I would say it was a well-made game for the time. Y'all definitely. If I had played this back then, I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever played." So I'm I'm not knocking off points for that. But <laughs> like for instance, other things like go getting too close to exiting an area, and then mm. she just walks and goes to the next area. You're like fuck, I didn't want to go that uh, way. I want to go that way. Yeah. Yeah, I want to come back this way. But I also noticed that there's more than a few <laughs> racial stereotypes. Whoops. That's what happens when you, you do anthropomorphic <laughs> animals and then you code them. Oh, my Them rhinoceroses. God. Those rhinos, brother. Hey, <laughs> the rhinos, brother. Tell me, tell me that song at the shop ain't a bot, though. It is, though. It <laughs> is. It is. Oh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh man, that old fucking stock cartoon oh ass God. Jamaican music. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like, I don't know, I forget if he's one of the friends or if he's just a contact that they have, but he's just heavy 
Latino, Mexican, like oh, it, so much that when he Yade. says, yeah, when he yeah. says Jade's name, Jade's the main character. He says Yade, and the and the captions actually spell it Y A D E. Do they? Yes, I didn't pay attention. Fucking yes, no. dude. <laughs> and this is Ubisoft too, so it's like that racist even... ass book, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's even worse. When yeah, you... knowing what we know about Ubisoft, it is worse. I agree. Yeah, By the way, yeah. I didn't pick a Ubisoft game on purpose for this challenge, oh, I and I already owned it, so I figured, what the hell? Yeah, it is a classic. But yeah, what 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 did you think? Well, I agree with you on a lot of your points. One thing this game doesn't do well is it doesn't signpost where you're supposed to go. So, you oh my god, you're supposed yes, to go. I got that Jesus because it hides oh, secrets really well. And if you're good at exploring, you could find extra bits of life, which you don't think you need at first because the game is very easy. And then when you get to the factory, that difficulty jumps up like a motherfucker and you have an extended stealth section, not really in this game's favor. However, thematically appropriate Mm -hmm. because you're playing as essentially a freelance journalist that runs an orphanage Mm -hmm. and the orphanage is because there is this ongoing conflict between the alpha sections and Dom Z Dom Z is like an invading alien force. Mm -hmm. And the ensuing conflict is just creating orphans. Like people are just losing their parents, right? You yourself, people are are going missing, you know, they get kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, you said Jade's an orphan too. Uh Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Paige looks after her. That's her partner. Who's a pig man, her her country pig uncle. Yeah. Jade, (laughs) I gotta fix the ship. Ooh, I got a, I got a some jet boots that are activated by farting it. <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. He farts into his pants and uses that power to activate his jet activate boots. His jet Good boots. stuff. I'm like Jesus Christ, how much gas do you have? <laughs> quite a bit, quite mm-hmm. a bit indeed. And what's interesting is in that world, I think they eat pig. Yeah, because they, he made that joke about yeah, like I was almost served up on a silver platter with an apple in my mouth, and then she made she followed up with a joke like I promise I won't eat any bacon for breakfast for the next two weeks or some stupid shit, and yeah. I was like hold on 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 right you're telling me there are anthropomorphic because they you you could take pictures of all the different you know races and and creatures in the world and you get you know that's how you get paid mm-hmm. also you have like a side gig where you're like cataloging all living things. And you got the, the goat people, the Capricornus sapiens. I don't know what they call the, the pig people, the pig, uh, they call sus. Sus. <laughs> literally sus sapiens. It's probably like, <laughs> it's Seuss. <laughs> yeah. Sus sapiens and so on and so forth. So in this world, you also apparently have regular pigs that you eat, but do the pigs then eat monkeys and then apologize to the humans for that? Right. Like, mm-hmm. sup with that. I don't know. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't want to think about it too long. We thought about it too much already. Moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like the premise of the game. It's unique, you know? I mean, there is combat, but definitely the focus is more on investigation because there's something up with the alpha sections, which is supposed to be on our side and fighting mm-hmm. the Dom Z. There's some conspiracy bullshit going on. You kind of get put through the paces to see if you got what it takes to be an investigative reporter to help out the cause or the resistance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we're at. And story wise and adventure wise, if you like those classic early 2000s, late 90s, mid 2000s adventure games, those one shotters, we just go through and enjoy a story. I can see why it's considered a cult classic. It's decent. Yeah. Yeah. I can also see why I would never have beaten it on my own because certainly 
during portions of that game, especially that frustrating stealth section. I was like, I could put this down and I could be doing anything else right now. But I made yeah. a commitment. I'm the in this book club. section was long as fuck. I didn't like it. I didn't so like it long. one bit. It was and, way too long. <laughs> like going back to your point about it hiding things very well. Mm-hmm. We're so used to now games just coming right out and being like tutorializing everything. Mm-hmm. Like you're able to do this. You're able to do that. Oh, maybe I should go here. You look in your notes and you can see exactly where you're supposed to go. This game is just like, nah. Yeah. You're going to walk into this room and you're going to figure out that you can actually push this object. But we're not going to tell you that you can. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I like that in a way because it adds a puzzle element. You learn how to interact right. with your environment. But that is why I mentioned to you when I finished my section, I was like, hey, if you get stuck. Let me know. Right. <laughs> There's a couple of I times. Did, I, was I, did like, get, I was like, what do I do? I got stuck leaving the factory. Really? Like when you have, yeah, when you have double H and I'm just like, okay, I just got to go to the boat and leave. Uh-huh. And then the doors close. I'm like, what the fuck? Open the door. <laughs> but then you yeah. have to go back up and go have him ram into a, a gate thing, and then put a fuse way. into the yeah. thing. And I was like, they didn't yeah. even like telegraph that at all. Yeah, I know what you mean. They didn't yeah. tell you that he had a power and that the thing with this game, when you're trying to discover things, you got to, there's this little contextual circle below your health bar in the upper left hand of the screen. And when you approach something that's interactable, it'll say press X or press Y or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know that you or your partner is supposed to interact with it. But outside of that, it doesn't really do anything. And I hate that it's either one extreme or the other, because mm-hmm. I agree with you that it sucks when you have to play a, yeah, I know game where it's like run from the police. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that. I just robbed a bank. Of course, I'm going to run from the police. <laughs> run this way. There's no cops over here. Yeah, I know. I can see that. You have to mm-hmm. keep telling me. Uh, but then you have another game that just kind of plops you into it. And it's just like, good luck, asshole. Figure thing. it out then, mm-hmm. since you know. Fuck you it's guy. almost like they're <laughs> responding since you know, complaining bitch. about <laughs> yeah, since you know so much. <laughs> we can't have something in between. What I really liked was Dead Space, how they did it. Do you remember how Dead Space uh, did it? Yeah. I think from the first game, even, or uh, definitely in the second. I think it was in the first game. You could press in the left stick anytime because you had your, the schematics or the map downloaded. Uh-huh. It would show a holographic line that would briefly kind of, you know, shoot out towards your objective. Mm-hmm. So if I was exploring and I, I look at a door and I go, am I supposed to go this way? Whoop. And then a line would shoot towards it. Yes. Okay. I'm going to check out these other doors first. Right. Just a quick, Hey, where am I? Right. Mm-hmm. That would have been perfect for this game. It doesn't really make it a bad game. It does diminish it somewhat or show its age rather. So if we could find a happy medium people, and I, and I think in a lot of games we have, so that, that would be my complaint as well. All right. Well, I think we're going to go for roughly another three hours. We'll kind of define a point depending on where we get. We're going to continue the game. Hopefully we'll have it done in the next couple of episodes and we'll move on to the second game. Y'all still have time to jump in. If you want to catch up with us and play this game along with us, send us some information on how you did some feedback. Hop on the show for a bit and talk with us. We don't care. And if you have any suggestions for the next game of the backlog, I'm always open to those. So contact us. Let us know what you think we should tackle in the backlog next. And we'll be sure if we haven't played it to add it into the list. Oh, yeah. All right. I think with that, it's time to get into gaming news. A gaming news. First up on gaming news, the entire mainline Yakuza series is being added to the PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium tiers. That's Yakuza 0, Kiwami, Kiwami 2, 3, 4, 5 Remastered, and 6, The Song of Life. So if you have never played any of the Yakuza games and you have PlayStation Extra and Premium, 
you have no choice now. You have to play these games. They're so Gotta get good, except for three. It's not really that good, but still, like I've said before, bad Yakuza game is still a good game overall. <laughs> it's still a good game overall. All right. PlayStation. You got no excuse. Yeah, Zero, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2 are going to be added in August, and the rest of the games are going to be added later this year. Cool. And in similar news, the August PS Plus games have been revealed, and Yakuza Like a Dragon is one of them, Little Nightmares, and Tony Hawk. One and two remastered. Bullshit. Yeah, Mike just bought it. it. (laughs) He just just bought bought it. it. God damn it. I hate it when that happens. I've been waiting forever to find a copy that was like, you know, on sale used. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to buy from them directly. And I kept seeing stuff cheap online or whatever. Like, you know, for the digital copies. Yeah. And I just waited and I waited and I finally saw my shot and I took it and then they immediately released it for free and I didn't have to pay a dime. Uh, I'm just upset. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. But, you know, this is a very good lineup. Yeah. For this month. Like I see I've seen people complain in like the past few months like, oh, PlayStation Plus is it sucks now. Yeah. And they were worried that it was going to continue to suck because they're trying to push those subscription services. Right. Legit concern. Yeah, the thing the thing about it though is like Little Nightmares is on PlayStation Extra. Yeah, and also I think it's been free before, but that was like a few years ago. So there were people complaining about that. Hasn't Little Nightmares been free before? I was like, well, I mean, it's been. Yeah, you should. Well, you should look at a Xbox Live Gold setup this month. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. yeah, they have games on there. I know for a fact have been released before. Yeah, they're not going out with a bang as far as stop releasing 360 games. The games are releasing. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I got those on gold already, but OK. Yeah. And all I can say is Lyakas are like a dragon. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It is an amazing game. And everyone who is into turn based RPGs should play it. Period. You should play it. You got to play it. People. You should play it. I'm gonna. You should play it even without playing the other games. Like it's like it's still amazing. I'm gonna. I'm not even going to wait to play the other games. I am okay. going to play it. I just okay. need to. I need to there's probably some more spaces before we get to the end of the year madness, right? Mm-hmm. It's at least a month or so. I'm going to get it in. I promise. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I'm convinced. All right. You got me. It's good. I'll tell you what I'm not convinced about, though. These fucking NFTs. Mm. I thought we were Talk done with it. this. I really did. But Square Enix, I mean, we reported on them before. They lost their minds, so why not? They... <laughs> They are trying to sell NFTs, but even they have so little faith in their NFTs. They're Final Fantasy VII themed, which Mm. I find funny for reasons I'll let you know in a minute. But they have so little faith that they're not selling them alone. They're selling them with physical products. So if you buy a cloud action figure, but you buy the $20 premium version or whatever, that's like 20 extra dollars. I think it's like 170 instead of 150 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Then you get an NFT of the action figure as well. Oh, Wow. What's funny is the action figure isn't due out until November of next year, Mm. meaning there's a really good chance that the infrastructure that you need to view the digital copy that you bought, the the blockchain wallet, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. the company engine may not even be around like it's dedicated website to hold to host that blockchain which means you may end up buying something that you'll never get, even though technically it is, it isn't real. Even if they try to convince you it is right. Square Enix actually put a warning about this on the description. It says caution before purchasing 
if the engine services end or are no longer provided to Square Enix, users will no longer be able to view or use the digital cards, digital certificate, and digital versions of the figure. So what are you buying? What do you yeah, own, bro? That's interesting because if you want to make NFTs an ex- as I understand them, right? Yeah. If you want to make an extra $20, you could just add in a couple of bullshit accessories that cost you literally nothing. This cost them literally nothing. They don't even have I, to manufacture I, the accessories. They could just... I understand that, that, but you 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 know that NFTs are bullshit, and most people are not buying into them. So people no, that they are, don't know that. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're going in, man. <sighs> I, I think they. Part of me thinks I, I maybe they're trying to save face. Somebody must see the which way the wind is blowing because somebody's writing the warnings and somebody's packaging them in with the figures. But the fact they even kept going in the first place didn't cut their losses and went well. We messed up. I don't know how far they're trying to go with this. But here's the funny thing. So of all the games that Square Enix owns, all the all the IP that they have under their umbrella, they choose Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. a game about eco-terrorists who fight a large corporation whose actions are literally killing the planet, mm-hmm. whose actions are <laughs> killing the planet. Do you guys know what NFTs do? The energy drain that they are, how they hurt the environment? If you don't look it up, it is... Just wow, irony. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. The game, the message, and the characters in it would be so against NFTs, and they're the ones that are being NFTized. That's yeah, a, they're the ones that's new verb. Nifted. Nift. <laughs> They've been nifted. <laughs> I've been. Nifted. It's not nifty. Let me tell it's you. Not, it's not. It's not. NFTs yeah. are not nifty. I don't care who you ask. All right, moving on. Really interesting news. I kind of am not surprised, but I'm still excited about it because I mean. Wakanda Forever. It's coming out. But we got rumors this week of a Black Panther game in development. Yeah. This has been reported on by several outlets, but I think originally the Twitter user Nibelian is the one that reported it. Uh, do you, do you mm. remember the details on this one? All I know is that it's supposedly being developed at EA, in which, which case is a concern. I lost all... So <laughs> it's under codename Project Rainier. There's a new studio handling the development, and it's helmed by... Kevin Stevens, who used to work as vice president over at Monolith. Monolith, if you're not familiar, they're famous for that whole Nemesis engine thing they did for WB and uh, the Shadow of Mordor games. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, maybe he'll put together a good crew. This is a new studio. They're untested, but they were handed a pretty sizable IP by EA. And you're right. Everybody's just like, please, God, don't put any microtransact. Don't square Enix this up, EA. Because apparently somehow they have been able to do worse than you historically. We don't know how that's possible. Like even with microtransactions, at least make a good game. And make it so you don't have to grind for like 40 hours or pay money to get the same thing. Right. Like EA fucked up with with Battlefront because they were like, well, you have to like play at least 40 hours to unlock Darth Vader. You'd want to play as Darth Vader pretty much the whole game. Why would they do that? Money. Right. Or the way that the design of getting you to pay for bullshit was baked into Marvel's Avengers so much that they had to continuously retool leveling up and getting rewards in game mm-hmm. so that it wouldn't seem so grimy. And it still was. Yeah. It was, it was a, and it was also a bad game. So <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Of all that, when, when you fuck with the design at that fundamental of a level, there's really no balancing you can do because it's inherently grinding on purpose to make money. You know what I mean? And that's Mm -hmm. what a lot of people are worried about. 
I'm going to set aside my feelings and just hold out and hope that maybe it'll be decent. Maybe they'll take a page from Insomniac's book, learn a few things. We will see. But the game itself, it's going to be an open world single player game. You will get to play as Black Panther. I don't know if that's going to be T'Challa or somebody else. That they're going I to think try I to... saw something that said that T'Challa was not Black Panther in this game or that he had passed away in the game. So they're trying to tie it more with the MCU. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll I see. I think I read that. But either way, I'm excited. I think it'll be a really interesting thing to check out. So we will keep our eye out as developments come through. Mm-hmm. In other news, Knights of the Old Republic remake. A lot of people are really excited about that game. Unfortunately, yeah. according to Bloomberg, it's been delayed indefinitely. Yeah. Rough stuff. Yep. So a little bit of drama. The design director and the art director were both fired from Aspire, the developer studio, after they showed a gameplay preview to Lucasfilm and Sony. I guess the meeting didn't go so well or they weren't as far along as they need to be or it was just a completely different direction than what they were expecting. I don't know. There's probably more details in the article if you want to look it up. Basically, the staff were told, we're putting this project on pause. Things aren't where we want it to be. It may not arrive until 2025. We don't know. Damn. So that's rough. If you're looking Imagine forward to working it, hard on something and then showing it to your bosses and then be like, you're fired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the two top people are fired. All the work the rest of you guys actually did. We're throwing it away. So just restart. Right. All the that's sleepless rough. nights. We're just, uh, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. Hopefully no sleepless nights. We know that in this industry, that's typically not the case, but mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I guess we should get all the sad news out of the way then. Uh, we're moving on to Nintendo-related stories. I feel, I feel like you got the first one. Yeah, so the musical composer for the Super Smash Brothers games, Kenichi Okuma, passed away on July 22nd due to esophageal cancer. He was 56 Aww. years old, and that sucks. That's unfortunate. The Smash Brothers music is, like, super top-tier, super dope. And it's going to be sad not to be able to have that anymore. Sadder still for members of the family and people who were close to him. So we send our condolences. Yeah. Our thoughts are with the friends and the family, of course, and the fans. Uh, we lost a great talent. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Rest in peace. In other Nintendo news, if you need to pick me up, there was some good stuff that happened this week. We actually got a notification of the second round of Mario Kart track DLC drop in this upcoming week, August 4th, to be precise. So the first is on Monday to I may have time to play this before the next show because we record on Thursdays now. Mm -hmm. I'm down to check it out before we record. If you are, have you been following the tracks at all? Have you played the original? I haven't played any of the new tracks. Okay, you should check it out, man. Might be might be a good time. You can play online for a bit. I can uh, school you. I don't know if I have the part, but I'll see. Oh, you don't even have the game? I don't know if I have it. You you know, I buy and sell Mario Odyssey 8 Mm -hmm. and Smash Brothers so much. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just in and out the door all the time. I feel you. It's a revolving door of Mario. All right. Well, time is precious. Money is precious. With that in mind, Xbox is doing whatever they can. Every little bit helps to help us out. And they are implementing a change to the Xbox Series S and X boot up to reduce the time from nine seconds to four seconds. Ooh, that's five seconds of your life that you get back mm-hmm. without having to hear that loud ass. Whoa, mm. that shit's so loud. 
Why is it so loud? Whenever I turn on my Xbox, I just instinctively hit mute because that's just louder than anything else. <laughs> it's like is it louder than THX. the Netflix. Uh... <laughs> yes. Da-da-dun, da-da-dun. Yeah, we louder than that. It's loud as shit, dude. Um, compared to like the actual volume of your of your TV and the settings and like the games or whatever. I, mm. I can't believe how loud it is. Wow. It's like one of those old THX, like the audience is now listening. The audience is now gaming, says Xbox. <laughs> Five less seconds of that. And I'm into it. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's nice. It's a nice little story. Speaking of something nice that you can look forward to, Midnight Fight Express. We talked about the game a few times. It's that overhead isometric beat him up. One dude in his basement on the clock, working around the clock, trying to get this game out while raising some kids. He a hero. We salute you, sir. Mm -hmm. His game already came out, I believe, on PC, and it's coming out on all the major platforms. But notably, if you have Xbox or PC, because I think it might be PC as well, Game Pass. Drop on August 23rd. I'm going to be there for that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm interested. If you're interested too, a little friendly reminder. August 23rd on Game Pass. Little Midnight Fight Express. If you can't wait, play it now. Let us know what you think. All right. I think that covers gaming news. Oh, yeah. Gaming news. Gaming (laughs) news. Gaming news. Got some gaming news in the city. (laughs) working in every night and not in day gamers keep on gaming podcasters keep on talking game Mm. news Mm. you're not on any of these journeys with me and it's upsetting wake up sleepy joe i'm sorry oh sleepy ass i'm the one that's high you should i should be sleepy (laughs) speaking of which what you feeling this week honestly let me uh this is weird it's weird. I'm feeling housework. I'm feeling cleaning up, man. I'm just I've been Feel, doing you're a, feeling having a clean space. Yeah, exactly. I've been doing a lot of cleaning, like just, you know, taking a looking at a section of the house that needs to be clean. Let me just clean that real quick. And then mm-hmm. late the next day, I'll do something. And the next day, I'll do something. Then eventually it'll all be clean. So far, mm-hmm. I've got my office clean. I've got that that uh, wedge that the couch yeah, or you know, you're like, what the fuck is all this shit on here? <laughs> That's completely yeah, an entire junk drawer just dumped into a wedge in the middle of his couch. I was like, bruh. I mean, it's all here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's completely clean. You know, parts of the, the kitchen, cleaning out the pantry, everything. So I'm just cool. I'm feeling having a clean space. Mr. Mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. I'm on that kick a bit myself. You know what I mean? Now that I've taken work that takes a lot less out of my day, I pretty much cut my working schedule in half. Uh, so I could take care of the kids, be more present, you know, stay at home, dad, take care of this house. It feels good. Yeah. All right. Well, this week, man. All right. Let me ask you a question real quick before I tell you what I'm feeling. Okay. What do you think is the number one issue with edibles? I would say you don't know how high you're going to get and you don't know how long it's going to last. So dosage, right? Yeah. <laughs> dosage. Yeah. You're like, you like you get this gummy and you're like, I don't know who made this, how much was put into it. You might be high for 30 minutes. You might be high for three days. You don't know. You might sink through the floor and just <laughs> stay there for like a week. You don't know. You don't know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I am a bit of a lightweight. Like there are some folks I hang with that can just like take one or smoke or whatever and just play like really highly intense video games. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here like, bruh, I can't do that. I can't. Right. You know what I mean? It's too much for me. It's always been too much. So that's my main issue, too, 
is I like them because I don't want to hurt my lungs while I smoke. But at the same time, I don't know what, what I'm getting into. Clear my calendar. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I saw this ad the other day and they got me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was it wasn't like a, a commercial like uh, uh, millions of people are saying that the scientists agree that all around the world, right. the, you know, it was one of those. It was like a, somebody was sponsoring a video I was watching. So like, hey, my video is sponsored by X today. If you code name, whatever, you get 10 percent off. It's a company called Diet Smoke, and I'm not being paid by them. So there's no ad here. This is just my personal anecdotal response. They promise to give you something more mellow that makes you functional. It's it's, it's like medical grade, right? To treat mm-hmm. the anxiety and whatever, but not like blast you. And then I learned something. There's a name for the two different variants of like THC infusion, right? Okay. So Delta 9, that's the stuff that gets you faded, right? That's the good right. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But Delta 8 is mm-hmm. the stuff. It's pulled back. It's reserved. Yeah. It's It's the medical, right? And they give both different types. That's why they call it diet smoke. So I tried, I tried out these Delta eights and I had a full one and I got blitzed, but I didn't feel like I was in the sunken place. I wasn't like all like, uh, like wanting to sleep, but I was right. definitely like, I can't function like this. This is too much. This is party, this party time. So again, I'm a lightweight that let me keep that in mind, but right. a half I had that. I, I'm pretty much been on that the entire time we've been doing the show and I've been fine other than being a little bit more talkative, but I mean, come on, it's a podcast. Yeah. It's helping me out. Right. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit more giggly, a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. It's yeah, been great. Sweet. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling these gummies. I don't know if that's going to get me in trouble. I feel really weird speaking in the state that I'm in about these, but I ordered them through the mail and everything. You know what I mean? Like the the purchase can be tracked. I don't know if the feds are going to kick down the door. or What's going on? Yeah, no, it's I'm pretty sure legal. Delta Eight is legal. So yeah, but not here. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's all over the place. I don't even know anymore. At this point, the, the way that laws are going, the way the country is wilding, they can just do anything they want to do and just snatch it. Is, it is up. legal. I just looked it up. Oh, it is? Word? Yeah, Delta 8. Delta 8 all right, then I fully 100% know without a shadow of a doubt endorse these folks diasmoke.com <laughs> find mm-hmm. you a youtuber you want to support and use their code mm-hmm. or whatever as long like, as it, hold on. It's, it's legal here as long as it does not contain more than 0.3 percent delta 9 and it doesn't it's delta 8 baby okay it's just full delta 8 okay yeah they do have delta 9 on the site but i didn't order that so maybe i'm right. in the clear because of that i don't know yeah, good good boy but good i finally boy. found a brand and a dosage that works for me and i've just had the most wonderful day it's been great. You sounded like you were just in a commercial. I finally yeah. found the brand and dosage that works for me. I know. I had a wonderful day. I swear to God, I'm not getting paid. I kind of wish I... Diet Smoke, Diet Smoke, Diet is smoke, you listening? Help. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I uh, I want some money. I will I will sing your praises all day. We'll, we'll have a dedicated Diet Smoke segment. I swear to God. Just like Taco yeah. Bell. If Taco right. Bell and Diet Smoke... Diet. I keep Diet saying why. Snoke. I keep wanting to say snow. Diet uh, Supreme <laughs> Snoke. <laughs> I'm evil, but Ooh, not that evil. All those clones. Just one calorie. That's where the Delta Eight comes from. <laughs> not evil enough. Yeah, Diet Smoke and Taco Bell want to endorse me. I will sing their praises till the end of time, and I'll be a happier man for it. So there you go. All right. Well, that's a show. Yeah. I really hope things go okay because we had some computer issues. Editing might get wonky. I apologize. Not in advance because we're at the end of the show, but right. I just straight up apologize. I'm sorry. All right. We're going to 
leave it for our current sponsor, which is just little old anchor, but we appreciate them. So why not? And we'll be right back to close it out. Don't go nowhere. And we're back. People, you come to this show for the news, maybe for the, the game talk, hopefully for the personalities. I appreciate it. I like you too. But you also may come to the show because your interest in video games is that where you want to go out and purchase them. Maybe you want to get them at a good price, a good deal. Maybe you want to get some gamer-related goodies. I don't know. Possibly more if you're up to it. If you do, we have a guy in your corner that's going to help you out. Derek, tell them what they can do to get a hold of you and what you can do for them. All right. So they can check out the eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash gamer goodies and more. They can contact me on Instagram at gamer goodies more and on Twitter at goodies underscore more. And if you happen to be in the Indianapolis area, you can check me out at my booth at the Peddler's Mall on East Washington Street. The address is 7803 East Washington Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46219. Come in there, chat me up about games, and let's see if we can make a few deals. And you see some of the cool shit I got. Like, so many people come in every day like, man, you got so much. Like, it's so dope in here, man. Like, I wish this was here when I was getting. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> you know, I got that shit, man. So it's a cool layout. Yeah, yeah. Come through and check me out. I'll, I'll be bored out of my damn mind all the time. So come through and talk to me. I need hey, man, to holler at me. I'll swing yeah. over. You're going to pay for All my right. gas money, but I'll swing over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And don't forget, folks, we upload episodes to our hub at anchor.fm slash player two is enter the pod every single Friday. But our podcast is also available on other platforms, including Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Find us on the social medias. TikTok.com slash player two is in the pod. Facebook.com slash player two is in the pod. YouTube.com slash player two is in the podcast. Subscribe. Like, comment, share, rate, review, hit the notifications, whatever you got to do. It's free. It's easy. It supports us. And we do appreciate it. If you really want to support us, I'm talking with dollar dollar bills, y'all. If you want to support us with money, if you want to support us with cash, the cream. Trying to cash think of other rules ways to everything say, around me. Cream, dollar dollar bill, y'all. I'm trying to think of other ways to say money. The you bread, wanna, the You want to give us some cheese for our eggs. Okay. <laughs> You go to patreon.com slash player two is there at the pod. <laughs> Click on cheese and eggs. <laughs> and you spread that cheddar, okay? Right. <laughs> I'm saying, put some cheese on the omelet. <laughs> I like to give a special shout out to Jordan, our patron, and Wavy Merck. We appreciate Ooh. you, fellas. Thank you so much for helping us out. And again, once we build up to a respectable level, you're going to start to see the fruits of that support. Right now, I think I'm breaking even on Patreon. <laughs> we'll get there. All right. Well, I think that is a show. All right. Yeah. My show. That's right. As always, we appreciate y'all for coming out and listening to us and hanging out with us today. We love you, and we hope to see you next week. Take care. Peace.